This podcast is part of the Frederick Podcast Network. Learn more at listenfrederick.com. This episode of Beers and a Lot is brought to you by... Shouldn't having conversations with your money be easy? Easier than counting the planets, at least. Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. Oh, what happened to Pluto? Did it offend someone? FM Trust is here to help you have better conversations with your money. Go bank it easy at fmtrust.bank. What's up, everybody? It's episode 141 of Beers in the Lot. Before we get going, I just want to point you in the direction of beersinthelot.com. That's where you can find our merchandise shop, our Discord link, and anything else you might want to know about the podcast. So in this episode, me and the guys talked a lot about the NHL playoffs. We talked about what seems to be everybody's favorite subject right now, the refs. And later in the episode, we briefly touched on the hot mics that Brad Marshan brought up in one of his recent pressers. And we, of course, talked about Hockey Night in Frederick, Maryland, and some of the results of the old fat bald guys hockey games from Sunday night. So let's go. Let's crack the beers. Good evening to you, gents. I said good evening. Hello, sir. <laughs> Johnny, Hello. which game are you watching there and what are you drinking tonight? I am watching the uh, Tampa Bay Leafs game and I am drinking a bullet bourbon. What are you drinking, Aaron? And or watching? I have a Miller Latte, mm. and uh, I am probably about to turn on uh, Vegas and Winnipeg here. Yep. It looks like uh, Tampa's at 4-1 right now, 15 minutes left in the third, something like that. Yep. Yeah, only Nola Chari and Ryan O'Reilly decided to show up tonight for the Leafs, I guess. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What, uh, what do you got there, Rick? I have the house beer, Flying Dogs, Snake Dog. The snick a dog in a bottle. <laughs> and what's on your screen? Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs not having the killer instinct and not going up two games in this series. Weird. Hmm. Hmm. Weird. Hmm. Daniel, what do you have? Uh, funny you should ask because I have Treehouse <laughs> presents House IPA. House, yeah. Is it house or house? House <laughs> or house? <laughs> and I am watching both games <laughs> while I record this. Nice. I believe we all just watched the Devils uh, finish off the Rangers in the last game. So now that series is tied two to two. Dose to dose. What was it you said before regarding the the Rangers captain there, Daniel? You said something regarding uh Truba sucks. Yeah, yeah. him. I believe your exact <laughs> words were fuck off Truba. <laughs> oh yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have there been any interesting calls in either of these games? <laughs> <laughs> Is anybody watching the officials tonight? This this evening, no. Oh, no. We're not we're not doing that. I haven't anymore. seen I haven't seen well, I haven't seen any <laughs> questionable calls. My oh. I mean, I was looking at the power play stuff for all the teams and like the teams that are winning the series are like where the series should be. Like it looks like no one's getting 
I mean, Edmonton, the team that kind of looked like they were bitching the most, their their power play's clicking at 55%. And they won last night because Jack Campbell decided to save their season. So, like, <laughs> I kind of think when you, a lot of the teams that fall back on that, I think there's other underlying issues with their, you know, gameplay and the, the way the series is going. So, yes, I that's agree. just my two cents on it. Like, you could some of the plays, I get it. You could call it either way. I I fully understand, but like, or there's there are know. blatant there are blatant misses, right? There are blatant exactly exactly, and, and that happens, right? Yeah, at, I mean, I it's a fast game. It it really is. It picks up, and the officials, I do think they they want to give as much as they can, like leeway to the players, but also too, like you know. The, there were rules. This isn't nom, like you know. So certain, in, certain this infractions. Yeah, exactly. It's a modern society. It's a modern society. Yeah. I mean, I'm just more shocked. Like the the one thing that did cause so it was the high stick, uh, in the L.A. game, which then bounced off. Of El- yeah, which then bounced off of Ekholm, which then like after a series of two passes ended up on Trevor Moore's stick. So like, say whatever you want. If Connor McDavid wasn't pointing to the high stick and even saying in the post-game presser, like, well, I pointed at the high stick. Well, dude, you're not an official. You're Connor yeah. McDavid. Act like Maybe it. your stick should run on the ice. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you <laughs> get two hands on your stick and you're fine. And then the other one was kind of the, the issues in the Tampa-Toronto series. I, I'm still shocked point. I mean, he blew a tire, yes, but I'm more shocked he wasn't like a little more braced to like get ready because he was kind of on the train tracks there a little bit like yeah in years past would morgan riley kind of shove him because morgan riley is not that guy but like kudos to him to kind of go no i'm gonna take a chance here and you know let him know i'm here i like that yeah the point deal he just i mean he eats shit right and then morgan riley's just like okay i'm gonna take you all the way to the corner now yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and that's going to be that. Um, he knew exactly what he was doing. But all this stuff between like Cooper and Keefe, I think it's just all gamesmanship. It's all bullshit. Uh, the goalie interference stuff and the... Did somebody push the goalie pad to get the puck into the net like in one game it looks like it happens or it doesn't happen and it's no goal and in the other game it looks like it happens or it doesn't happen and it is a goal there's a lot of inconsistency there the high stick thing like whatever okay it's definitely a high stick but it doesn't get called get over it I mean, uh, it's kind of hard to tell even even in the um the camera angles it was kind of hard to tell so like on the ice, I mean, the game going so fast, there's like a hundred things going on at once. Yes. It's hard it's hard for the official to make that call. So what I say is, and we've been talking about it all day in Discord, what I say is there's a human element to the game. The officials are part of that. No one is perfect. They're gonna miss calls. That's part of the entertainment value. Yep. I like That's, that. Right. That's it. It's part of the entertainment value. It's, it's part of the reason why you still watch, even though it might make, it might piss you off royally 
in one instance and it might make you really happy in another instance that they miss the call but like that's part of the entertainment value so i yeah i, th I think you know get over it and and the other the other piece of that is like the the coach in me like i hate when i hate when officiating is used as an excuse you know oh you know this missed call you know it yeah i get it these it always ends up at a at the worst time in the game for your team or sometimes the best time in the game for your team but when it's the worst time in the game for your team you know why did you let it get to the point where one missed call was gonna you know kill you in in that game so i i i i do not like using officiating as an excuse for game results i think that's i think it's it's giving an out to players right and and so now like if you focused on that then players aren't going to try and clean up what they probably needed to clean up anyway to get a better result right so that's that's the coach in me <laughs> that gets pissed off about all this <laughs> <laughs> it's an excuse yeah, i just yeah. the other thing too like um you know especially edmonton kind of bitching like you know connor was bitching jay woodcroft too i'm like Connor got his first two goals of the series last night. Right. Where so has like, he been? So, yeah, maybe that's more just frustration, but, like, part of me is kind of like, Connor, you're the best player in the plan on the planet. Well, not in the playoffs right now, because I think that's up for debate. But, you know, like, you're the best player. Show it. Like, don't worry about the fucking calls. If you move your feet more, they're, you're going to get calls. It's a guarantee. Like you get dragged down, shit like that. It's gonna happen make your for own you. Luck. Don't, yeah. Make make your own luck. Don't worry about freaking high sticks, dude. Stop. <laughs> so when when I mean, the play was still, they could have defended that play. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. If they Trevor Moore wasn't standing in front of the net like a beer league player, right? Because somebody just blew their coverage. I mean, <laughs> center I picks up that... extra guy in front of the net sometimes too. Just saying that. So <laughs> I still think that the the puck would have landed basically in the same spot if it hadn't even touched the stick. So in terms of the actual play, I think that it was actually inconsequential that it hit his stick up there. But either way, yeah, pick him up in front of the net. Yeah, problem it's solved. Not hard. It's not hard. Danny, I know for a fact you Sub loved up. you loved watching the hockey this weekend because there were a lot of thickies out there doing big things. Oh. <laughs> right? Love, love thick boy hockey. That's right. It was a full swing, full effect. <laughs> yeah, Mac, I mean, that's why I kind of made the joke earlier about Connor. Like, McKinnon without Lando, him and Ranton and, and McCarr are really – they're really doing everything they can. I mean, Seattle's doing a really good job at, at trying to like minimize chances, stop any bleeding they're having, but Seattle is having a little bit of a hard time because they do have still three nuclear weapons on that team that at any point can make plays. So, so Colorado is killing them at five on five. Like, yeah murdering them in puck possession at five on five it's not even oh, yeah. close it's not even close so 
And that and that is that is Mac, that is Kale, that is Rantanen. Uh, I thought Bo that, Barham's looked pretty good too. Uh, Taze and the, all Bo. those guys. Yeah. Um, Erod. Uh, yeah, he's doing a good job. Yes. JT like, Confer filling in. Yes. That, after his most points in a season, filling in essentially for like second and first line duty all season. Yes. So, so they're it's by committee. It, it you know, Seattle has a little bit of puck luck on their side, I think. Um, they work hard. I mean, they're they're yeah. doing what they can. I'd say and, I would say that too. They're, and yeah. they're they're grinders well, almost. They're they're yeah. shooting above nine percent, which is that's really good. And and uh, their save percentage is is at a nine two. So they're they're getting what they need out of the pucks going in and not going in, right? Um, but those things tend to come back to the middle eventually. Um, but like Colorado is just killing them. Like it's it's not even close. Like Seattle doesn't have the puck. <laughs> you you need that. <laughs> you're gonna want to have. That. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna yeah. need the puck. Yeah. And but McKinnon, uh, everybody's seen the one goal, right? But on the other goal too, like he just took over the ice. Like it was it was him versus Seattle. Like, yeah, that was it. And I forget who the I, I Seattle does. does I forget. I forget who the sat Seattle defender was. He like almost like a like Mike Allstott, you know, like to bring a fullback <laughs> reference. He just like lowered his head, barreled through him, and then shot it like a really good shot on Grubauer. Like Grubauer did everything he could. He put it by his ear. There's yeah. nothing he could do at yeah. that point. But I mean, like, like I said, Mike. Mike Allstott there just barreled through him. It was awesome. You you said you know you were you were taking a shot at McDavid and then bringing it back around to McKinnon. Does McDavid suffer from a lack of size? Right. So McKinnon's this big dude, right? Yeah, like, and he has that speed, and and McKinnon can go. McKinnon's very good, like north south. He does move laterally, not like Connor though. I think Connor's problem is because LA isn't a big team, but they're very smart and they're coached really well by Todd McClellan. Yes. So I, I think that also could play a little bit because like, in, if you look in the playoffs, like your top two centers for LA are Kopitar and Deneau, not really like horrible offensively, but we all know those two guys MO they're, yes. they're making sure they're shutting guys down left and right. So for Connor, that does not help him. And dry subtle either. Like they're they're eating on the power play essentially. That's where they're getting a lot of the cookies. Not a five on five. But like I think that that plays a little bit of I think that plays into it a little bit. Like I'm sure that's part of the frustration. And I think LA too, like they're getting in his way. They're making sure he's not getting that full head of steam going through the neutral zone. They're getting sticks on him. They're putting a body in it on him. So maybe if he was a little more thick. Like maybe that help? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe if he was a thick boy. Yeah, maybe work on that thickness. <laughs> <laughs> Eat a few more steaks. <laughs> hey, that's my line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Max probably out there eating elk and like bison and shit. What's Connor eating up in freaking Edmonton? Nothing. It's on a vegan diet. 
He's probably <laughs> eating tricks or like, you know, lucky charms like a child or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I think the Colorado supporting cast. It's a better team. I think it's a better team. It's but a way I also better think team. they're I also think they're like their decor is very situated for like kind of what how they want to play. Yeah. They're gonna do what they can in their own zone and then they're moving the puck north. Like outside of like Eckholm, who does decent, he moves the puck and he's good defensively in his own zone. Nurse is decent and he can skate. And then you got Bouchard who's had a decent season. But after that, like the rest of the Edmonton decor, like it's kind of meh. Like yeah. Dayarnay, who had a decent season, he's looked really bad for them on their top four. Like a big liability. And Eckholm, like it shows that he's kind of the only call it like defensive defenseman. Like I said, Nurse is good too, but he the two of those guys are split pairs, so they can only do so much. They don't yeah. have like a straight kind of shutdown. They're pair. um I, I think they're they're a little snake bit right now too on Edmonton. Like like they're I think they're getting their chances. The pucks just aren't going in sometimes. And Corpus has played really well too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he has. And and he I has. think LA top to bottom has a better decor. Like they're they're more yeah. situated to like play like and I think LA too, they don't care if they win the game two one. Edmonton, right. I think they get frustrated after X amount of chances and they're like, We put up twenty five shots, we only have one goal. What the hell? Right, right. That that frust and I think it it starts at Connor and Leon and then it goes down to like Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Kane and right. Yamamoto and Hyman. I think it, I think it, all of them start to get a certain level of frustration. Like right. Hyman, and I hate saying this, Kane, like those, those two guys are like built for kind of the series, like tough, big bodies, don't care. Like, but still, the rest skilled. of those guys, very skilled, very skilled. Right. Still so skilled. Like, exactly. So that's the thing. Like, so if you frustrate the kind of more finesse guys, what are you doing to put Kane and Hyman in like those really advantageous situations? Right. Like Kane and Hyman mm -hmm. did score from distance on Corpus Allo, but like, I think to win the series, they're going to have to get in tight. I think that's where it's going to have to be. If those two are really going to be a bigger factor moving forward, they got to get in tight. But then again, like Connor can go off for like four points the next game and, then it's not a problem anymore. <laughs> and I'm curious who Edmonton goes back in goal because Stu Skinner got chased last night and Jack came in and rescued the season after having a very subpar regular season. So let's see. They got they got questions. I love a good controversy this Ooh. time of year in net. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for a quick break to hear from our sponsors. Shouldn't having conversations with your money be easy? Certainly easier than spelling conscientious right on the first try. C-O-N-S-H, nope, S-I. Uh-uh, S-C? Oh, that C's moonlighting as an H. F&M Trust is here to help you have better conversations with your money. Our investment and trust services team can help make your retirement dreams a reality. Go bank it easy at fmtrust.bank. Let's check the British spelling. Love a good controversy. Yeah, man. <laughs> any controversies on uh, any of the OFBG games? No, I think we I think we all no. got cookies, didn't we? 
Yeah. Everybody had yeah. cookies. Everybody yeah. had cookies. Eric we and I, ate. Eric, Eric, I, and Aaron played in the cookie game. We yeah. ate. Yeah. <laughs> the points night. <laughs> the points night. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Was it another double digit game? Yep. It was like oh, ten wow. six. Well, 10, on six. one side. Yeah. No, 10, seven six. five, wasn't it, or something? No, no we had they 10. had. They had. We 10. had ten. Ten. They had ten. Ten five. <laughs> it was yeah, ten five. It was like ten five or ten six, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, ours was a little closer, but uh, yeah, it was a good game. What was yours? 10-9? What was it? No, it was like 7-5? 4 Oh, wow. Yeah, it was close. Yeah, it was a good game. Wow, we were. Everybody puts up points. It's a good night. Yep. (laughs) We'll never know because the stats are never right, and I saw the score (laughs) sheets because I was writing the numbers because they didn't like do it last week because we were kind of late like the person who wrote the numbers last year or last week whoever the scorekeeper was like their sixes look like sevens the fives look like threes (laughs) i was like i literally was like ouch i have no clue how this is even gonna work no freaking clue Thank you to whoever does the scorekeeping. It's, God bless you. It, but it's like, gonna come down to geez. Aaron doing it off a live barn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, oh hey, by the way, here's a new site for all the score yeah. sheets. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're not far off. <laughs> I don't. I mean, we all kind of know who at the end of the season's doing like. I think I think if at the end of the season you literally go, oh, I have like uh, seven goals and like thirteen assists. Like you can name it off like that. That's like no, you don't. Like no, you don't. Dude. <laughs> Stop it. No, Stop yeah. it. <laughs> like if it's right after a game and you're kind of like, oh, I think I like I got this and that. Like that makes sense because it's fresh. You kind of think, but like I don't care. You're telling it on your wall, right? Right behind you. I see it. Yeah, on the other side. Got a whiteboard there. Huh. Big whiteboard. I'm going to show it to Kyle when he comes to Pittsburgh. Look, Kyle, I've been keeping my stats for years. <laughs> it has been zero days since a 10-goal game in OFPG. He tied it up. Leafs tied it yeah, up. Yeah, it's like, it's like the old safety board, you know, yeah, at warehouses. It's been zero it's days. Been zero days. <laughs> Morgan Riley with the dagger. Tied it up. Well, it's not a dagger yet, but yeah, I think that hurts Tampa a little bit. I was watching the uh, peg game. Wheeler's on the board on a PP goal for them, so they're up oh, yeah. right now. But uh, I might have to switch. You know what aggravates Tampa. me about that Jets team? I want to like them so bad. I hate Mark Shifley. The more and Why? more I watch him, and the more Why? and more I see him, he's such a bitch. What's wrong, with Mark Shifley? I Why? Can't... Well. It's he doesn't swear. This. He doesn't swear. Number one. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm still I, aggravated. Okay. I'm still yeah. aggravated from like two years ago when Is he, he had a that hockey player? when he had that major. He got that major and he blamed it on the refs. He had no accountability from the fact I'm like, dude, you railed him from behind. Like it's not even a question. And and you're still like, well, the refs, you know, suspended me. It's not fair. Nah, dude. They you, friggin' you, suspended me. Yeah, they freaking <laughs> suspended me. Pickles, it's not fair. Oh, Shut up. This is, yeah, this is balderdash. Yeah, yeah. I hate Mark Scheibel. I just, well, I can't it's kind of funny him. you mention him. 
he just took a shot to his wrist, wrist or something like that, and went down the tunnel. So, oh, but yeah, but you don't want him to get hurt. You don't want like, him to get hurt. Come but... on, yeah. I bet you could hear it in Winnipeg. Oh frick! Oh frick! <laughs> like I got, I bet. So like, you get did that, here, John. Dude. Get out here, dude. You you might be able to the watch the team now though because there's no more yeah. trifling. Oh, there you yeah, <laughs> the blood is actually, on your hands. I really like that Winnipeg team. I, I, there's a lot of guys I like on that team, but Mark Shifley. I, if they left him home the next couple of road trips, I'd be fine. Like that's fine. <laughs> Just leave him at home. You man. freaking hate him. Yeah. I <laughs> hate him. Well, actually, speaking of like swearing and stuff, I there was like some stuff with the um the in bench mics. Like it's picking up a lot of chatter. And I guess, like, because it's being released, Brad Marchant today did say, like, hey, this goes against our uh, collective bargaining agreement. I don't know exactly what clause that pertains to. I'm kind of confused on that one. But, I I mean, I understand his reasoning for kind of going, like, I don't think that should be allowed to be thrown out in the world because some of the... I think it's something new because... It wasn't really happening all season. And then all of a sudden in the playoffs, it was on the ESPN broadcast with Ferraro the other day, you know, in between the benches, he just let, he left the mic on because he, you know, likes to hear himself talk. So he's just, (laughs) he's like, Ferraro's good though. Ferraro's good. Ferraro's the best. (laughs) He is the best analyst. We are a pro Ferraro. On yeah, all of the American broadcasts, okay, <laughs> he is the best analyst. But he was just jibber jabbering while the guys were in front of him yelling at each other and getting after it. And he just left the mic open because he's talking, and you could hear everything, everything. But but then like the because they're like flip flopping broadcasts, right? So like TBS comes on, and then it was like the same thing. So I, I like. Who the hell knows what's going on? But to me, it felt like that happened and it was by chance. And now it's like we we have to do it every game. Yeah. Because because everybody's it's it's drawing interest and everybody's oh, yeah. talking about it. And so now we have to leave the mics open in between the benches. Hidden even from you know, uh, right? Like I'd pay extra for that. I know. I we would. said it for years. Yeah, we want that kind. Turn off the announcers. Let me hear all nice chatter. Yeah, you. But did you see like the reaction? It was the other. It was the other night after the uh, point incident. A little later after that, Shen uh, was telling Brandon Hagel like, "Shut the hell up, go home, like whatever." Yeah. And then Pat Maroon came by, and Luke Shen told him that Pat Maroon is irrelevant and Hagel's like, what? Are you kidding me? You should be out of the league, Shen. Like, almost he's like, oh, wow. Ooh. But I remember, like, Barnaby like, would tell people, like, go wash my car. Like, I'll give you 200 bucks. Like, he would tease the rookie. Like, I'll give you 200 bucks. Like, go tease more. And the other time I really remember, we've mentioned it on here, was years ago when uh, they did the 24-7 it was Cecito yelling at the Rangers bench, and Brad Richards was yelling yeah. at him like, "This is a fantasy, fantasy camp for camp. you, dude." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and Brad Richards, like a skill player, chirping Tom <laughs> Cecito. Well, no, well, and yeah. the big deal about that was is everybody like everybody was pissed at Brad Richards for saying it. 
Oh, I know. They were, they were like, like, oh, you can't, on. you can't say that. And he, he like apologized for it. And I thought like, no, dude, you don't apologize for that. First of all, Sestito, it is a fantasy camp for him to be in the NHL, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, get the, get the per diem and you know, whatever. But, but also like, this is what goes on. Yeah. This is what has gone on for a hundred plus years. Like you, this yeah. is it, man. Like this is, this is the game. This is part of it. This is know? hockey. Yeah. I mean, even with us, like it goes on. I mean, not, you know, yeah, maybe not about, you know, some of this other stuff, but like, you know, it, Holy it goes shit. on. So I just looked really quick. Tom Sacito, a veteran of 154 NHL games, 10 goals, 11 assists, 21 points, minus 21. Great. Guess what his PIMS were? 493. Aaron with 400. Danny? I said 493. Okay. Riggs? 501. He's going to bet one. (laughs) Danny, Danny, (laughs) Danny not going over, 499. Oh, wow. wow. But listen to this. So the year in Vancouver, 13-14, Vancouver 77 games. Also... Nine points that year, big year. 213 <laughs> PIMs. 213 wow. PIMs that year. In one year? In one year. And he finished with 400. Yeah, 499. 499. 499. Damn, wow. bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Hey, he played more NHL games than us. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't win a Calder or anything, so like I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> We, we, many of us have won summer tournaments, things of that nature. You know, things of that we, nature. We've done <laughs> things of that nature. We're very accomplished. <laughs> her, her I bet you he's slag. never had an hour long conversation yeah. with Phil Pritchard. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he's never, he's never, uh, he's never won three seasons in a row on a beer league team. Yeah. Got some nice, some nice yeah. swag you can wear under nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah some ill-fitting, yeah. oddly smelling yeah. polyester shirts. Yeah. Like he's never won any of those. <laughs> we win. Yeah. Yeah. We win. Cecilia's <laughs> just, just like fight me. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Right. No. We're no, good. No, not no. gonna do that. If no. the four of us can all have baseball bats like barbed wire on it, we'll fight him. But we have to fight him together. All four at once. And him. he has to start in the middle, and we start at the four gonna, sides. It's yeah. like, and he's blindfolded. <laughs> Deal. We'll, we'll take you on. Well, there you have episode one hundred and forty-one. Hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed making it. But hey, even if you didn't enjoy it, thank you for listening this far. We appreciate it. And if you did enjoy it, tell your friends and your teammates to listen to our show. You can let them know we drop a new episode every week on Wednesday. So that's when you can expect another one out of us. We'll see you then. Later. <laughs>